You are listening to The Lift Mindset, where we provide an update from the experts. The aim of our podcast is to inform, educate and entertain. We will be sharing our views on current trends and predictions for 2021 about the industries the Lyft Financial Group cover. Today, we have James Potter, Charles Singlehurst and Louis Butlin, who are all trainee financial planners at Lyft Financial and they're all part of the Lyft Academy. They will be discussing what Lyft Academy is, the importance of having chartered status, their goals for the future and also provide some useful tips for people wanting to get into the financial planning profession. Hi, I'm James Potter. Hi, I'm Louis Butlin. I'm Charles Singlehurst. Hi everyone. So James, please can you tell me what is Lyft Academy and how many people are in it? So the Lyft Academy is a structured training plan for the next generation of chartered financial planners here at Lyft Financial and within Lyft Financial Group. There's roughly about 17 of us on the Academy and basically we're we're all at different stages in our training. So there's people working in in client support, there's people working in, in the technical side as well. We've all got one fundamental goal though we all want to be chartered financial planners we're all being supported in in our goal to do that so we're all being supported with our professional exams that we're all sitting and we're all provided with on the job training there's other extra bits that that we do so we do a regular young person's networking event we've also done charity events as well so charles what does it mean to be chartered and a fellow and why do you have it as a requirement to be chartered and to be a fellow is basically the, the highest designation awarded by the PFS. So we all work towards chartered status first initially before we can advise clients and then go beyond that to fellow or FPFS, which is the very top. And I think actually less than 10% of all members of the PFS have the designation FPFS. I'm saying a lot of letters there, but... <laughs> Basically, it's 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 the top, top level, the gold standard. As young advisors, we appreciate it's extremely important to have those qualifications when we'll be sitting in front of clients. The average age for an advisor is actually 58. I think just to give clients that extra confidence that when we sit in front of them, that we'll be giving them the very best advice, even though we're younger. That's why being chartered and being a fellow is so important. So, Louis, how have you found the last year with, with COVID and, and lockdowns and working from home? Have you been able to progress within your role? Yeah, so I think at Lyft, we started working from home back in March last year. Now, I think I'm speaking for everyone here, but we, you know, it's been pretty tough. I think you go through your kind of your good days and your bad days. But the beauty of what we do at Lyft and the service that we offer is that we can do everything online. So for Lyft and everyone, it's a simple transition where we can just literally take our laptops home and carry on as we are. In terms of the progression, obviously, as James mentioned before, we're all doing professional exams with the CII. Now, for the first set of exams, these are all sat at the test centres, they were traditionally, but the CII adapted to the COVID and they managed to do quite a lot of these exams online now. In terms of the progression, I know speaking for you know mem- a lot of members of the academy, it hasn't really slowed down anyone's progression over this past year. And we don't have the exact number, but I'm sure that everyone stayed on track with their exams. And we've managed to sit them effectively. Yeah, I mean, for me personally, I I managed to complete some of my biggest exams on on my route to Chartered. Certainly, it was interesting at the start of lockdown for me because I think I'd been revising for about three months for my tax exam and it got cancelled probably about two weeks before indefinitely because the country went into lockdown and they weren't prepared to host exams at home at that point. So we were all a bit in limbo. It was funny, you know, a couple of weeks before your exam, everything's fresh in your mind. You've, you've worked flat out. So it was quite deflating when, when everything got cancelled. But luckily, I think it was about June, July that we managed to sit them. 
so fortunately it was only a small delay yeah and another point as well on, on our professional development there so the actual online stuff has probably helped a lot of people in the academy because before traditionally when we were meeting the advisors were meeting with the client you would usually do this in person so it'd be either coming into the office or going out to meet clients now at lyft all our clients are not based locally quite a few clients down in london so the benefit for some of the academy members now is that with all of our meetings being online, it's a lot easier for an academy member to just log on to the Teams call. And I know a lot of people have been gaining, me myself as well, I've been gaining a lot of experience from that. So, Louis, what are your goals for the future and where do you see your career going? So, first goal really is to get your exams out of the way. So, you've got your first set of exams, which are your, your RO exams, which are the Diploma in Regulated Financial Planning. We aim to get those exams done within two years. And then the next set of exams are the chartered exams. So once, you know, once you've got your exams out of the way, once you've got your five years experience, which is what you need to become a chartered financial planner anyways, that's when we can really see ourselves becoming an advisor at Lyft. I think the beauty we've got at Lyft is, maybe not at some other firms, is that we do have a lot of clients and we do have a lot of new clients coming on board all the time. So it's really exciting time for us that once we hit that chartered status, we do know that we'll be able to go in and advise. We also know as well that it's not just about simply passing exams and then once you pass your exams, you're thrown out, out there and dealing with clients. It, that is important. Don't get me wrong, you've got to pass the examples. You, you need to be trained along the way. Unfortunately, at Lyft, we've got the, all the advisors at Lyft at such such a high level in terms of where they've been. So we're all learning as much as we can along the way. So Charles, how did you get into the profession and do you have any tips for anyone wanting to become a financial planner? Yeah, so straight out of uni, actually, I went to the University of Manchester, graduated and realised I wanted to be involved in something related to economics, which is part of my degree. And I was interested in, in finances, personal finance, and I got a trainee role at another firm to become an, an advisor. I knew I wanted to pass more exams, to get to charter, to get to fellow status, but I also I needed more experience in meetings with clients. And that's when I saw the Lyft Academy, I saw the role and it ticked all those boxes for me and it was much more aligned with my goals and aspirations for the future. In terms of tips for, for new people coming into to the profession, absolutely get the exams done as soon as you can, because I think if you're older, you know, you might be busier, you might have more family commitments, it'll be harder to get them done, because obviously we do need to get the revision done outside of traditional work hours. And then on top of that, I suppose, you know, join a firm like Lyft that's aligned with your goals and aspirations and that's willing to support you through those exams. Louis, James, got anything yeah, to add so on I did finance and investment management at uni. We actually did a module in my second year, which was personal wealth and financial planning. Had a guy come in and do a talk to us, which was running through like basic fact finds. And he was talking us through the different scenarios and the different advice that he would give. And we actually do, had to complete an assignment on it. And from that point, I really took an interest in financial planning. For me, it was I wanted to do something where I could actually interact with people and not just be being sat behind a desk. And I think that's what the beauty of financial planning is. Going to meetings, you are being interactive, you are speaking to people on a day to day basis. And also for me as well, I actually wanted to make a difference to people's lives. From what I can see, we've done at Lyft since I've been here, is that we generally do make a difference to clients' lives. We help them achieve their objectives. So yeah, that was it for me. And I joined another firm and the problem I had there was there wasn't the structured progression in place that I wanted. And that's when, similar to Charles, I saw the Lyft Academy, the structure there, and it really, really interested me. And yeah, I just decided to join. And again, tips for people getting into the industry. 
I would join a firm where, you know, there is young advisors there. I would join a firm where you can see the progression as well. So where you can see the advisors start from a position where we are now to becoming advisors. And I think that's what we have at Lyft that maybe other firms don't. A high percentage of advisors at Lyft have come through the academy and they've gone through the exact same journey we have. Have you got anything to add there, James? For me, I, I graduated from the University of Manchester, went in, into a graduate job, realised this isn't what I want to do. At that point in my life as well, I, everything I'd looked at, I, I really wanted to become a financial planner. So I actually I, I looked at various training schemes and, and there actually surprisingly isn't as many as you think out there. So I just thought I'd bite the bullet myself and I, I paid for the exams and started sitting them. I think that's probably quite a good tip to those looking out for the industry as well, because it shows any prospective employers that you're keen. I paid for the exams, sat them in my own time, took holidays off from the job I was in. It was at that point that I, I realised it's not just about the exams, it's you, you need support along the way. So that's that's when I, I met Lyft and at my initial meeting, I thought that, that this is it, this is what I need, this is spot on. So I, I joined and it's been very clear cut from there, been supportive for all my exams. I think looking at my, my learning statement from the CII now, I think I've done about 15 exams or something crazy. And same with you, Louis, didn't you do an exam every two weeks or something like that with your ROs? Yeah, um, just on that point as well, I think that's a really good thing about the academy is that we are quite competitive, you know, secretly competitive. Yeah, I yeah. Say. Oh, so yeah. that seeing other people around you passing exams, you're not comparing yourself to other people, but it, it spurs you on. James yeah. is passing an exam and Charles is passing an exam. It spurs me to book the next one. I think, right, I want to get on and do it now. And that's the Definitely. great thing about the academy. We've got a group of highly motivated, competitive individuals all working towards the same goal. Yeah, yeah, with our investment management, I think last year, I think we were only given a couple of months notice for it. And ideally, I'd like three months notice. But when I noticed that Louis was going for the exam and he said he wasn't taking a break at that point, I thought, well, I can't let him say it, not me as well. So without even thinking about it, I put my exam request form in and booked it. And also the, the thing is, as well, we mentioned this like competitiveness. Everyone who sat that exam shared revision material. We had we had video calls with each other in the morning before work on our lunch times. So we were all very well supported as well going into the exams, which is is good to see. Yeah, I was going to say that as well. Yeah, the, the two sides, the competitive side and then the collaborative side of us of us working together. And those two combined, I think sometimes, you know, we don't realise we have to kind of zoom out and to really see how how many exams that we pass and how far we've come. Like I said earlier, such a small minority of advisors are chartered, even even small number are fellow. So I think sometimes we're, we're probably a little bit a bit harsh on ourselves and sometimes we actually need to recognize how well we've done to get to the stage we're at oh that's great thank you very much for talking to me today guys thank you for listening we hope you have learned something new today from our experts if you would like to find out more please visit our website www.lift-financial.com or search for lift-financial on facebook twitter linkedin and instagram Don't forget to like and subscribe to hear more from the Lift Mindset.